Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Good morning, and may God bless you, and may He lead you, and may He give you great success as you serve Him and you honor Him. I am a proponent of the book of Samuel when it talks about honoring God and He will honor you. I believe with all my heart, if you honor God, if you're faithful to Him, He will honor you. He'll take care of you. People who start giving, start tithing uh, to their churches, start giving to God and honor uh, that which God has laid out, God blesses, God takes care of. You know what, I've never been without. Uh, Ever since when I was about 18, I believe, I really started tithing regularly. And God has taken care of me because I honor him. I don't do it out of ritual. I do it because I love my God and I want to see the work of God continue. And that's not just in tithing, folks. It's in giving of your time. It's in being faithful stewards as far as your life goes uh, to the body of Christ. There are so many things, so many ways you can be effective in your life. And I pray that you are. I pray you take seriously your walk with God and that God is first place in everything you do. Our Heavenly Father, lead your people today. God, guide them. If there's any listening today that have not accepted you as Lord and Savior, today they would say, Jesus, come into my life. Forgive me of my sins. Walk with me from this day forward. I believe in you. I believe you're the Son of God. I believe you died on the cross, and I believe you rose again. Lord, I pray for those people, and I pray for the people that claim to be Christian too, that they would live a life pleasing to you. I give you thanks for all you do and all you want to do in our lives. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Well, I look back about, oh, 12 years ago and saw this message that I shared, and I actually shared this somewhere in the last few years uh, also, but it, it was a message that I think is important for us to hear again because it touches the seed of who we are, and that is God wanting us to succeed. You see, God wants us to turn our obstacles into opportunities. If you don't know this already, we all have obstacles. We all have situations we deal with. We all have struggles. You know, I, we heard the old, the old uh, Negro spiritual, soon I will be done with the troubles of the world. I'm going to be with God. I love that song because it's so true. Soon I will be done with the troubles of the world. I'm going to be with God. We're going to be with God someday. Every one of us that believe in him. That's why it's so important that you believe in him. But he wants us to turn things around in our lives and to get a grasp on the importance of living for him and putting our faith in him alone. In him alone do I stand. In God alone. In God alone. Uh, yeah, I think you know those songs. In God alone, you know, we stand. And we stand uh, alone with God. The USA Today published a survey that they had taken about how people feel about life. And like I said, I've shared this survey uh, twice over the years that I remember. And this is what the survey said. And here are the percentage of Americans who say these things. They asked how many Americans need more fun in their lives. 68% said they need more fun. 6.8 out of every 10 need more fun. Now, if I did that survey today, and through COVID, I imagine it would be 8.5 because people want to have fun. We are at the church, you know, we have all these uh, fellowship things going on usually during the year. 
But you know what? We just we had to cut but everything out. So everything that was community, everything that was fun, like our trunk or treat where we have over a thousand people come and be a part of. Uh, we didn't have it this year for the first time. The Easter egg hunt, we did not have where our community comes. And we have, again, uh, over a 1,000 people come to that. And just we have these car races. We have these matchbox car races. We have all events going on that's fun for the family and for kids. But things have been cut out because of this crazy disease. In fact, uh, last week I had a guy told me, he said, Pastor, let's do our 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 car races, uh, we call them the Great American Car Race, and like I said, it's a Hot Wheels race. We have a track that holds four cars, and we've done this for years. And the kids and the adults, everybody brings a car, and they're numbered, and we enter it in the car race. And uh, we have a great time. We give awards to the top six winners, and, and we have finger foods. It's a great time. Usually we have two to 300 people involved in that night. Well, we can't do that. So this year, I had somebody come up with a, a dandy idea. We're going to do it, but we're going to do it, I think, on March 6th, but we're going to do it virtual. We're going to have people bring their cars to the church when they come to church and bring have their kids, and we'll get, put the number on their car. We'll take their name, and we're going to have our big car race online. Now, won't that be fun? At least it's fun. But I'm telling you something. I believe we need to have fun, too. People have missed their vacations. I missed all mine last year. You missed your vacations last year, I'm sure, and you just can't go places. But we got to do things to have a good time. You know, the greatest thing that I dealt with is is my and the positive thing is my daughter and son-in-law moved from Idaho, uh, from excuse me, Pocatello, as my daughter finished school, and they moved in with us in May before they bought a house, and they've lived with us up until about three weeks ago. And so, at least we were able to play games, watch movies. I have dinner and had some fun together. So anyway, this was a number of years ago, 68% said they need more fun in their lives. And I, like I said, I think that's more now. And here's another one. How many need a long vacation? Again, back a few years ago, 67% said they need a long vacation. Again, today, I imagine it's 85%. I mean, because I would love to go on a good vacation somewhere and not worry about anything. And then it says, how many of you feel stressed? Again, 66% said they feel stressed. And this is in normal times, folks. 66% said they felt stressed. Probably that is probably up over the 80s, too. And then uh, how many feel time is crunched? 60% back then said time is crunched. Now it might be less than that because I think a lot of, a lot of people have more time because they can't do anything. How many want less work and more play? 51% said that, less work and more play. How many feel pressure to succeed. 49%. Almost half the people feel pressure to succeed. And then the last one was how many people feel overwhelmed? And again, this is pre-COVID. How many people feel overwhelmed? 48% feel overwhelmed. I don't know what that figure would be today, but I know some, there's some large percentages of people who are obviously feeling the pressures of life. See, God really wants us to turn things around and especially give our fears and doubts to him. That's why I thought this is a good time to share this message because it's something we're all dealing with right now because we have doubts and fears. I had somebody I ran into randomly the other day, and, just, and I don't know him from Adam, but they just said, well, what do you think? Do you think, the, uh, do you think the vaccine is the mark of the beast? I mean, that was just a random out of the wild blow. And I said, I certainly don't. 
I certainly don't. And anyway, we've gotten this discussion, but people have all sorts of ideas. Now, hey, I can tell you this. Jesus is coming again. Jesus is coming again, and we're all going to see him face to face. And it's going to be an interesting time. And I tell people, you be prepared. I don't know what tomorrow holds. I don't attempt to try to have all the answers about the end times and this kind of thing. I know what the Word of God says. I know the Word of God says that when he comes back, every eye will see him. Every tongue will confess that Jesus is Lord. And I know it says nobody knows the day or the hour. And I read and know all about the things of the coming of the Lord and the and what's going to precede that. And, you know, and I, I know all that, those things. I don't dwell on when Jesus is coming back. I want to dwell on knowing him now and being ready whenever he comes back. You know, so many people want to just all they want to talk about. They want to predict. They want to, they want to be prophets in their own mind. Let God do things in his time. You know, and God wants you right now, he wants you to succeed. The question is, do you want to? Your attitude many times reflects who you are. If you think you're beaten, guess what? You're beaten. And I and I use coach analogies all the time because I coached for so many years and there's the best analogies I can use because I remember them so clearly. But, you know, from a coach's point of game, if you tell your players you don't have a chance, guess what? You don't have a chance. It's over. But if you tell parents, play your best and you can win this game, you know what? You can do well. You can have it, what I call upsets. One time in high school, you know, you know, we, we, we were playing a game. We were so far behind, and the coach virtually gave up on us. And he virtually gave up on us. I'll never forget that as long as I live. My brother sure wouldn't because he was madder than Hoffs. But there was, you know, if you give up on people, you're never going to succeed. I think that we have to look beyond the trials, the tribulations, because there are struggles. You're going through struggles now. Some of you are going through financial struggles, and I'm certainly sorry for that. Some of you need food. And by the way, our church supports uh, City Hope Food Bank over off of uh, Fairview, over by Winco, and I'm telling you what, they do a great job uh, over there, 9.30, 11.30, every Thursday. Anybody can get food. It's awesome. But, you know, we, there's things that we can do in life if we would just seek out and stay positive. People, you can overcome obstacles in your life, but you have to believe and you have to continue to make good decisions. I believe God wants us to prosper in all things. Third John chapter 1, verse 2 says, Dear friend, I pray that you may enjoy good health and that all may go well with you, even as your soul is getting along well. John was imploring the listeners to do well, especially in light of their soul. There's a great song that sang over the years, and many of you have heard it, and I've sang it on air a number of times because it comes to mind. It is well, it is well with my soul. It goes on. It is well, it is well with my soul, with my soul. Can you say that today? It is well with your soul. Can you be productive for the things of Christ? He has great things for you. Hey, I'm going to continue part two of this tomorrow. I hope you'll tune in. May God bless you and lead you. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 
3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.